I'm Kylie, founder of Akanel Expeditions, the best adventure travel company that you've never heard of. This is a 35,000 feet podcast where we interview interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. From the next big CEO to coaches of your favorite teams to everyone in between, we've got stories to tell. Let's jump in. Hi guys, this is Courtney with Akinella. I'm back with Lena. We are just sitting down to chat about some of her travel experiences and she just actually went on a trip with us to Kilimanjaro. So we're super excited to have her. And Lena, if you just want to tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Courtney. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, my name's Lena. I have a degree in biology. I'm a Korean-born well, I guess I'm half Korean, half American. I love traveling. It's got to be one of my favorite things to do. But under the same token, I also like being at home. Um, so <laughs> there's two sides of the coin, and I appreciate both sides. I feel that. That's awesome. <laughs> so what's your? what would you say your most memorable travel experience has been? You said you like traveling. I do like traveling. You know, I would actually say the Kilimanjaro trip is the most memorable by far. I've, I have family in Korea. We go to Korea and Korea is a gorgeous country. If you haven't been, it's amazing. I love the people and I love the culture and the food is just so great. But the, the Kilimanjaro trip, I think is the most memorable because I sort of decided on a whim. I think if you were to suggest like, hey, you want to hike Kilimanjaro one day? I would have probably said no, because <laughs> it's never been on my, and for some people, it's it's their goal. It's something they've wanted to do forever. Yeah. And I kind of, the trip presented itself. I decided to take it. I nanny here where I live, and the lady I nanny for has hiked Kilimanjaro, and she raves about it. She says if she could relive any week of her life over and over and over again, it would be that Kilimanjaro trip. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. She, and she took a different route than we did. Um, we did the Morangu route, uh, which was cool. It was very cool. But I think what makes it so memorable was going somewhere that I didn't feel like a tie, a tie to, because mm-hmm. going to Korea, I've got family there. I'm half Korean. I feel like I belong there. And going to Kilimanjaro, where I didn't necessarily it in but still felt a part of it mm-hmm. if that's that's hard to explain but um, yeah, no I definitely understand that so yeah that probably my most memorable trip to date <laughs> so what would you say your favorite thing about hiking Kilimanjaro would have been I am a big old nerd I'm a huge nerd I I got my degree in biology I mentioned that I'm a big plant nerd I own like 30 plants at home the first trek where we're we're going through the jungle was the most exciting part for me. And whether the rest of the group cared about my plant facts I was naming <laughs> as we went through didn't matter to me because I was like, hey, look at this. This is part of the mint family. You want to know how I know? And then I'd keep going. And I don't know if anyone listened, but that's fine because I had fun. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Um, so so that was, that was really cool. I really enjoy, uh, the flora of places. I I even bought a book (laughs) online to to read up before I got there to have a little more background information because obviously North America doesn't have the same flora as Africa does. So I was pretty pumped about that. (laughs) 
That's so awesome. And Africa has beautiful plants and things to see. Like the nature is just beautiful in Africa. Oh, yeah. And everything, every inch that can grow something is growing something. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just a great, I love it. Yeah. The soil is like so fertile. It's so, yeah, I love it. I love that you also love that and notice things like that. That's so cool. Yeah. And I'm sure at some point people are like, oh, Lena, stop talking. But I was like, it's fine. Look at this. Look at this mushroom. I love this mushroom. I'm going to tell you why I love this mushroom. And you can forget it, which is okay. Because awesome. I love the mushroom. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm so glad it was a good experience that way for you. What would you say your advice would be for someone that's going to climb Kilimanjaro? Bring more than one water bottle. I had uh, only brought one refillable one because mm-hmm. I had assumed that I would just buy another like pre-filled water bottle in town. And then I learned that they w- it's illegal, I guess, to refill the purchasable water bottles. Oh. Um, and so the second day was really hard for me because it was, we were out of the jungle. So it was a lot of straight sunlight and I had the one 32 ounce water bottle and that was it. Oh. And I was done with it before lunch. And so that, that part was really hard. Summit day was also really hard. Uh, we started at like one thirty. I don't think we even stopped hiking until 10:30. We had a break in between where we made it back down to the Kibo huts, but yeah, summit day is absolutely exhausting. There's nothing to prep you for summit day. You just got to do it. Yeah, summit day. I and I remember getting to the summit too. I was talking to another hiker that was with us and a lot of us got to the top at the same time and uh, everybody was crying. But I wasn't crying. And I was like, there's something wrong with me. I'm not (laughs) crying. crying. Why? I'm at 19,000 feet. Everybody should be crying. Everyone else is crying. I'm not crying. And then uh, what really got me was having to say goodbye to our guides and porters. Because you you spend so much time and they do so much for you on the way up. That saying goodbye to them was so hard. If I could take every single one of them home with me, I would have. It was... (laughs) That was really, <laughs> that was probably the hardest part. Summiting, summit day was really hard physically, but saying goodbye to all the porters and our guides um, the last day was really emotionally exhausting. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, I can, I definitely understand that. That's great advice, the bringing another water bottle. I didn't know that it was illegal to refill purchase yeah. water bottles. I, yeah, I really, I thought I had that in the bag. I was trying so hard. Apparently I was the only one. I packed one bag and it was everything that I owned and brought with me went in my one hiking backpack. So I was trying to think of ways to reduce taking up space. And I figured I'll bring the one refillable water bottle and then I'll just buy one there and then I'll just keep refilling it all the way up and all the way back down. That was a no-go. I learned that the second day that they won't refill it. And I was like, well, shoot. Um, luckily other guests that are other hikers had brought more than one, one girl had brought four. So I borrowed one of her four for the rest of the trip, which was really, really nice. I would want to, I want to say you should train and I think you should train. We had a kind of a short amount of time. I found out that I was going a month in advance. So I only had a month to train and I didn't train super duper hard, but we also had another hiker train for two months beforehand and then was just sick the whole time with high altitude sickness so there's really 
Yeah, some things you can't prepare for. Yep, there's just some things you can't prepare for. (laughs) Yeah, that's good to know as well, just to keep that in mind. Yeah, that sounds like you had overall such a great experience. I want to say that Kilimanjaro is on my bucket list, but it just seems like so far out of reach right now (laughs) in my life. But I've been I've been to the bottom of Kilimanjaro. I've never actually been able to venture up there. So that's so awesome that you've had that that experience in your life. Yeah, I say that you've made it to the summit. I'm really impressed with myself that I was able to make it to the top. Um, I also, and I'm going to attribute this to the the Diamox that I was taking, because I had no sickness whatsoever, other than a like nose and throat thing that I had before I left for the trip. Uh, I didn't throw up. I didn't. I didn't get nauseous. I didn't get any of the other fun high altitude sickness symptoms that you can get. Um, mm-hmm. but my prescription for Diamox was almost double everybody else. I was taking like 500 milligrams of it and everybody else was taking 250 tops. Some were only taking 125. So I don't know if that helped me by taking an absurd amount of Diamox or not. <laughs> I'd like to think that helped because then I would have been taking it in vain. <laughs> so my next question, I guess, would just be what's up next? What's your next adventure? Do you have anything planned and ready to go? Yeah, well not a wild adventure. Um, my boyfriend's sister is getting married in DC. Okay. And so next month, so I'm going to DC next month. And I believe I lived there when I was younger, when my family was moving around because of the military, but I don't remember it. So that'll be fun. I'll get to explore DC. Yeah. Um, and that's next month. And who knows what I have planned for April. I'm hoping to actually catch another trip with Akinella this year but we'll see who knows yeah we would Um, love to have you on another trip with us I'd love to go it was a really the food was another thing too and I know that's part of your vision for or Akinella's vision for all these trips is that it's incorporating the local food the food on the hike has got to be it was really just so surprisingly good and it's and it's weird too because it's all it's it's nice because I think they like they like soft stepped us into the food and I'm using the soups as the example because they started out with like a pumpkin soup and Mm -hmm. I was like okay it's like butternut squash soup that's fine and then the next soup was like cucumber soup which I can safely say I've never had a hot cucumber (laughs) in my life yeah that's Um, interesting but it was really good and then the next one was banana soup and when they were really just soft stepped us with the pumpkin <laughs> <laughs> and they moved on but it, I'm the food was so great um I really liked that too and it wasn't so unique that if you had like a sensitive stomach you couldn't enjoy it so that was really really nice I loved that I love I'm a big food person anyway mm-hmm. so <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's really good to hear that the food was good as well I mean I think Kilimanjaro you're just thinking like hiking the mountain and so I haven't really thought about what the food looks like as you're hiking Mm -hmm. so yeah would you do you just have any other last minute things that you wanted to add in here it was such an experience I for for somebody who's never dreamed or wished or hoped to do this it was never my bucket list thing um and still doing it I would still do it again it was it was a lot of fun I really enjoyed the group that I went with. Kylie was on the trip too, and it was really nice to get to know her. 
and talk to her and learn about the company and what you guys do. The saying goodbye to the guides still almost makes me cry, like thinking about how we had to say goodbye to them and the porters. It was a really great experience. Sounds like you guys had an amazing time. and Oh, yeah. And I, I'm sure you could ask anybody else that went that they loved it. I think I love it a little bit more because I didn't get sick. <laughs> I think I would, I might have, it might have been a little lower if I got nauseous or was like, couldn't stomach anything the whole way up. But I, I, I got really lucky. I had a really great time. It was great. It was super great. That's so good. I'm so glad to hear about that. Well, yeah, it's been so great to, to chat with you and to hear about your experience. And I've definitely learned something about hiking Kilimanjaro today. So thank you for that. It's been great to just chat with you and um, hear those experiences from you. We're looking forward to hopefully having you on another adventure with us again soon. Yes, I would love to do it. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Lena. Thanks for listening to the 35,000 Feet Podcast, where we chat with interesting people doing interesting things in interesting places. Do you have a story that you want to share? Visit www.acanela.com slash podcasts to share your story and be featured on our next episode of 35,000 Feet.